0: So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 246. One of the common criticisms of Christians is that uh, they're hypocrites, that they don't do what they say they will do, or their walk is different than their talk. So let's just be honest right off the bat and say, yes, it's true. I am a hypocrite. I don't always do what I say. I don't always walk the talk. And we see this in the passages we'll be reading today in Nehemiah. We'll see the response of Nehemiah and the way that he leads people to actually walk the talk. And then we'll also recognize in Revelation chapter 8 that God always walks his talk. He does what he says he's going to do. There is no hypocrisy in God. There's no difference between what he says and what he does. And so this is a, a good warning for us, but also a good reminder that the God who walks the talk is a God who actually is willing to save people who are hypocrites like you and like me. So let's jump into Nehemiah chapter 10. Nehemiah 10. On the sealed documents were the following names. Nehemiah, the governor, son of Hakaliah, along with Zedekiah, Zariah, Azariah, Jeremiah, Pasher, Amariah, Melchijah, Hattush, Shebaniah, Maluk, Harim, Merimoth, Obadiah, Daniel, Ginnathon, Baruch, Meshulam, Abijah, Mijamin, Mazai, Bilgai, and Shemai. These were the priests. The Levites were as follows, Yeshua son of Azaniah, Benui the sons of Ahanadad and Kadmiel. Their colleagues were as follows, Jebaniah, Hodiah, Kalita, Paliah, Hanan, Micah, Rehob, Hashabiah, Zakur, Jerabiah, Jebaniah. Hodiah, Bani, and Banuni. The leaders of the people were as follows Parash, Pahath, Moab, Elam, Zatu, Bani, Boni, Azgad, Babai, Adonijah, Bigvi, Adin, Atur, Hezekiah, Azur, Hodiah, Hashum, Beziah, Harip, Anathoth, Nebai, Magpash, Mashulam, Hezer, Meshezabel, Zadok, Jadua, Palataya, Hanan, Anaya, Hoshaia, Hananiah, Hashub, Haloshesh, Pilha, Jobach, Rehum, Hashbanah, Mazaya, Ahiah, Hanan, Anan, Maluk, Harim, and Bana. Now the rest of the people—the priests, the Levites, the gatekeepers, the singers, the temple attendants, and all those who had separated themselves from the neighboring peoples because of the law of God—along with their wives, their sons, and their daughters, all of whom were able to understand. Hereby participate with their colleagues, the town leaders, and enter into a, ca- a curse and an oath to adhere to the Lord, the law of God, which was given through, the mo- through Moses, the servant of God, and to obey carefully all the commandments of the Lord our God, along with His ordinances and His statutes. We will not. This is what they agree to. We will not give our daughters in marriage to the neighboring peoples, and we will not take their daughters in marriage for our sons. We will not buy on the Sabbath or on the Holy Day from the neighboring peoples who bring their wares and all kinds of grain to sell on the Sabbath day. We will let the fields lie fallow every seventh year, and we will cancel every loan. We will accept responsibility for fulfilling the commands to give one-third of a shekel each year to the work of the temple of our God, for the loaves of presentation and for the regular grain offerings and regular burnt offerings, for the Sabbaths, for the new moons, for the appointed meetings, for the holy offerings, for the sin offerings to make atonement for Israel, and for all the work of the temple of our God. We, the priests, the Levites, and the people, have cast lots concerning the wood offerings to bring them to the temple of our God according to our families at the designated times year by year to burn on the altar of the Lord our God as is written in the law. We will also accept responsibility for bringing the first fruits of our land and the first fruits of every fruit tree year by year to the temple of the Lord. We also accept responsibility, as is written in the law, for bringing the firstborn of our sons and our cattle and the firstborn of our herds and of our flocks to the temple of our God, to the priests who are ministering in the temple of our God. We will also bring the first of our coarse meal, our other contributions of the fruit of every tree, of new wine, and of the olive oil to the priests at the storerooms of the temple of our God, along with a tenth of the produce of our land to the Levites, for the Levites are the ones who collect the tithes in all the cities where we work." A priest of Aaron's line will be with the Levites when the Levites collect the tithes, and the Levites will bring up a tenth of the tithes to the temple of the Lord, to the storerooms of the treasury. The Israelites and the Levites will bring the contribution of grain, the new wine, and the olive oil to the storerooms where the utensils of the sanctuary are kept and where the priests who minister stay, along with the gatekeepers and the singers. We will not neglect the temple of our God. So, the leaders of the people settled in Jerusalem, while the rest of the people cast lots to bring one out of every ten to settle in Jerusalem, the holy city, while the other nine remained in other cities. The people gave their blessing on all the men who volunteered to settle in Jerusalem. These are the provincial leaders who settled in Jerusalem, while other Israelites, the priests, the Levites, the temple attendants, and the sons of the servants of Solomon settled in the cities of Judah, each on his own property, in their cities. Some of the descendants of Judah and some of the descendants of Benjamin settled in Jerusalem. Of the descendants of Judah: Athiah, the son of Uzziah, the son of Zechariah, the son of Amariah, the son of Japhatiah, the son of Mahalalel, the son of the descendants of Perez; and Messiah, son of Baruch, the son of Colhozah, the son of Haziah, the son of Adiah, the son of Joiab, the son of Zechariah, from the descendants of Shelah. The sum total of the descendants of Perez, who were settling in Jerusalem, was four hundred sixty eight exceptional men. These are the descendants of Benjamin. Salom, son of Meshulam, the son of Joad, the son of Padiah, the son of Coliah, the son of Masaiah, the son of Ethiel, the son of Josiah and his followers, Gabai and Salai, 928 in all. Joel, the son of Zikri, was the officer in charge of them, and Judah, son of Hashanath, was second in command over the city. From the priest, Jediah, son of Jorayab, Jakin, Zariah, son of Hilkiah, the son of Mashulam, the son of Zadok, the son of Mariath, the son of Ahitub, supervisor in the temple of God, and their colleagues who were carrying out the work for the temple, and Adiah, son of Jeroram, the son of Palalaya, the son of Amzi, the son of Zechariah, the son of Pashur, the son of Melchijah, and his colleagues were heads of families, 242. And Amasiah, the son of Azrael, the son of Ahaz... Ahziah, the son of Mishalamoth, the son of Lemur, or Emer, sorry, and his colleagues were the exceptional men, 128. The officer over them was Zabdiel, the son of Haggadah de Liam. From the Levites, Jemiah, the son of Hashub, the son of Azarikam, the son of Hajabaiah, the son of Buni, the uh, Japhatiah, and Josabad, leaders of the Levites who were in charge of the external work of the Temple of God, and Mataniah, son of Micah, the son of Zabdi, the son of Asaph, the praise leader, who led in thanksgiving and prayer, Babukiah, second among his colleagues, and Abda, son of Shamuah, the son of Galal, the son of Jaduthan, the sum total of the Levites in the city was 284. And the gatekeepers, Akub, Talman, and their colleagues were guarding the gates 172. And the rest of the Israelites with the priests and the Levites were in all the cities of Judah, each in his own property. The temple attendants were living in Ophel, and Siha and Gishba were over them. The overseer of the Levites in Jerusalem was Aziz, son of Bani, the son of Hashabiah, the son of Mataniah, the son of Micah. He was one of Asaph's descendants, who were the singers responsible for the service of the temple of God, for they were under royal orders which determined their activity day by day. Pathahiah, son of Meshuzabal, one of the descendants of Zerah, son of Judah, was an advisor to the king in every matter pertaining to the people. As for the settlements with their fields, some of the people of Judah settled in Kirith Arba and its neighboring villages, in Debon and its villages, in Jekabaziel and its settlements, in Jeshua, in Moadah, in Bethpalet, Beth in Hazar Shual, in Beersheba and its villages, in Ziklag, in Makona, and its villages, in En Ramon, in Zorah and Jarmuth. Zahon, Adullam, and their settlements, in Lachish and its fields, and Azekah and its villages. So they were encamped from Beersheba to the valley of Hinnom. Some of the descendants of Benjamin settled in Geba, Michmash, Aijah Bethel, and its villages, in Anathoth, Nob, and Ananiah, in Hazor, Ramah, and Getaim, in Hadid, Zaboim, in Nabalat, in Lod, Ono, and the valley of the craftsmen. Some of the Judean divisions of the Levites settled in Benjamin. These are the priests and the Levites who returned with Zerubbabel, the sons of Jealtiel and Yeshua, Zeriah, Jeremiah, Ezra, Amariah, Maluk, Hattush, Shekaniah, Rehum, Merimoth, Ido, Ginnathon, Abijah, Minajim, Modiah, Bigiah, Bilgah, Jemaiah, Jorib, Jediah, Zalu, Amak, Hilkiah, and Jediah. These were the leaders of the priests and their colleagues in the days of Yeshua. And the Levites, Yeshua, Benui, Kadmiel, Sherebiah, Judah, and Mataniah, who together with his colleagues was in charge of the song of, songs of thanksgiving, Bakbukiah and Uni, their colleagues, stood opposite them in the services. Yeshua was the father of Joachim. Jehoiakim was the father of Eliashib, Eliashib was the father of Joiada. Joiada was the father of Jonathan, and Jonathan was the father of Jedua. In the days of Joachim, these were the priests who were the leaders of the families, of Zariah, Moriah. Of Jeremiah, Hananiah, of Ezra, Meshullam, of Amariah, Jonan, of Maluk, Jonathan, of Jeconiah, Joseph, of Harim, Adna, of Merimoth, Halkiah, of Ido, Zachariah, of Ginnathon, Meshullam, of Abijah, Zikri, of Minimimim, and of Mudiah, Piltai, of Biggai, and Mashu- Sham- Shamua, of Jeremiah, Jonathan, of Jorib, Matanai, of Jedai, Azi, of Zalu, Kali, of Amak, Eber, of Hilkiah, Hashabiah, of Jediah, Nathanael. As for the Levites, in the days of Eliashib, Joiada, Johanan, and Jodah, the heads of the families, were recorded, as were the priests during the reign of Darius the Persian. The descendants of Levi were recorded in the book of the Chronicles as heads of the families up to the days of Johanan, of the son of Eliashib. And the leaders of the Levites were... Hashabiah, Zerabiah, Yeshua, son of Kadmiel, and their colleagues who stood opposite them to offer praise and thanks, one contingent corresponding to the other, as specified by David, the man of God. Mataniah, Bakbukayah, Obadiah, Meshullam, Talman, and Akub were gatekeepers who were guarding the storerooms at the gates. These all served in the days of jo- Joachim, son of Yeshua, son of J- Josadak, in the days of Nehemiah, the governor, and Ezra, the priestly scribe. At the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought out the Levites from all the places they lived, to bring them to Jerusalem to celebrate the dedication joyfully with songs of thanksgiving and songs accompanied by cymbals, harps, and lyres. The singers were also assembled from the district around Jerusalem and from the settlements of the Neftephiites, and from Beth Gilgal, and from the fields of Geba and Asmapheth, from the singers had built settlements for themselves around Jerusalem. When the priests and the Levites had purified themselves, they purified the people, the gates and the wall. I brought the leaders of Judah up to the top of the wall and I appointed two large choirs to give thanks. One was to proceed on the top of the wall southward toward the dung gate. Going after them were Hoshiah, half of the leaders of of Judah, Azariah, Ezra, Meshulam, Judah, Benjamin, Shemai, Jeremiah, some of the priests with trumpets, Zechariah, son of Jonathan, the son of Shemaiah, the son of Mataniah, the son of Micaiah, the son of Zechariah, the son of Asaph, and his colleagues, Shemaiah, Azrael, Malilah, Elilah, Maya, Nathanael, Judah, and Hananiah with musical instruments of David, the man of God. Ezra, the scribe, led them. They went over to the fountain gate and continued directly up the steps of the city of David on the ascent to the wall. They passed the house of David and continued on to the water gate toward the east. The second choir was proceeding in the opposite direction. I followed them, along with half the people, on top of the wall, past the tower of the ovens of the broad wall, over the Ephraim gate, to the, Jes- uh, the Jesani gate, the fish gate, the tower of Hanal, and the tower of the hundred, to the sheep gate. They stopped at the gate of the guard. Then the two choirs that gave thanks to, took their stations in the temple of God. I did also, along with half the officials with me, and the priests, Eliakim, Messiah, Menemiah, Micaiah, Elonai, Zacharai and Hananiah with their trumpets, and also Messiah, Shemaiah, Eleazar, Uzi, Johanan, Malkijah, Elam, and Ezer, the choir sang loudly under the direction of Jezrahiah, and on that day they offered great sacrifices and rejoiced, for God had given them great joy. The women and children also rejoiced. The rejoicing in Jerusalem could be could be heard from far away. On that day, men were appointed over the storerooms for the contributions, first fruits, and tithes to gather into them from the fields of the cities the portions prescribed by the law for the priests and the Levites. For the people of Judah took delight in the priests and Levites who were ministering. They performed the service of their God and the service of purification, along with the singers and gatekeepers, according to the commandment of David and his son Solomon. For long ago in the days of David and Asaph, there had been directors for the singers and the songs of praise and thanks to God. So in the days of Zerubbabel and the days of Nehemiah, all Israel was contributing the portions for the singers and gatekeepers, according to the daily need. They also set aside the portion for the Levites, and the Levites set aside the portion for the descendants of Aaron. On that day the book of Moses was read aloud in the hearing of the people. They found written in it that no Ammonite or Moabite may ever enter the assembly of God, for they had not met the Israelites with food and water, but instead had hired Balaam to curse them. Our God, however, turned the curse into blessing. When they heard the law, they removed from Israel all who were of mixed ancestry, But before this time, Eliashib, the priest, a relative of Tobiah, had been appointed over the storerooms of the temple of our God. He made for him a large storeroom where previously they had been keeping the grain offering, the incense, and the vessels, along with the tithes of grain, the new wine, and the olive oil as commanded for the Levites, the singers, the gatekeepers, and the offering for the priests. During all this time, I was not in Jerusalem, for in the 32nd year of King Artaxerxes of Babylon, I had gone back to the king. After some time, I had requested leave of the king, and I returned to Jerusalem. Then I discovered the evil that Eliashib had done for Tobiah by supplying him with a storeroom in the courts of the temple of God. I was very upset, and I threw out all of Tobiah's household possessions out of the storeroom. Then I gave instructions that the storeroom should be purified, and I brought back the equipment of the temple of God, along with the grain offering and the incense. I also discovered that the portions for the Levites had not been provided, and that as a result, the Levites and the singers who performed this work had all gone off to their fields, so I registered a complaint with the leaders, asking, Why is the temple of God neglected? Then I gathered them and reassigned them to their positions. Then all of Judah brought the tithe of the grain, the new wine, and the olive oil into the storerooms. I gave instructions that Shelemiah, the priest Zadok, the scribe, and a certain Levite named Padiah be put in charge of the storerooms, and that Hanan, son of Zakur, the son of Mataniah, be their assistant, for they were regarded as trustworthy. It was then their responsibility to oversee the distribution to their colleagues. Please remember me for this, O my God, and do not wipe out the kindness that I have done for them, for the temple of my God and for its services. In those days I saw people in Judah treading the wine presses on the Sabbath, bringing in heaps of grain and loading them onto donkeys, along with wine, grapes, figs, and all kinds of loads, and bringing them to Jerusalem on the Sabbath day. So I warned them on that day that that they sold these provisions. The people from Tyre who lived there were bringing fish and all kinds of merchandise and were selling it on the Sabbath to the people of Judah and in Jerusalem of all places. So I registered a complaint with the nobles of Judah saying to them, What is this evil thing that you are doing profaning the Sabbath day? Isn't this the way your ancestors acted causing our God to bring on them and on this city all this misfortune? And now you are causing even more wrath on Israel profaning the Sabbath like this? When the evening shadows began to fall on the gates of Jerusalem before the Sabbath, I ordered the doors to be closed. I further directed that they were not to be opened until after the Sabbath. I positioned some of my young men at the gates so that no load could enter on the Sabbath day. The traders and sellers of all kinds of merchandise spent the night outside Jerusalem once or twice. But I warned them and said, Why do you spend the night by the wall? If you repeat this, I will forcibly remove you. From that time on, they did not show up on the Sabbath. Then I directed the Levites to purify themselves and come and guard the gates in order to keep the Sabbath day holy. For this, please remember me, O my God, and have pity on me in keeping with your great love. Also in those days I saw men of Judah who had married women from Ashdod, Amnon, and Moab. Half of their children spoke the language of Ashdod, or the language of one of the other peoples mentioned, and they were unable to speak the language of Judah. So I entered a complaint with them. I called down a curse on them, and I struck some of the men and pulled out their hair, I had them swear by God saying, you will not marry off your daughters to their sons and you will not take any of their daughters as wives for your sons or for yourselves. Was it not because of these things that the King Solomon Solomon of Israel sinned? Among the many nations, there was no king like him. He was loved by his God and God made him king over Israel. But the foreign wives made even him sin. Should we then in your case hear that you do all this great evil, thereby being unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign wives? Now one of the sons of Joiada, son of Eliashib, the high priest, was a son-in-law of Zambalat the Horonite, so I banished him from my sight. Please remember them, O my God, because they have defiled the priesthood, the covenant of the priesthood and the Levites. So I purified them of everything foreign and assigned specific duties to the priests and the Levites. I also provided for the wood offering in the appointed times and also for the first fruits. Please remember me for good, O my God. Well, and amongst all those names, again, that were mentioned in this section, we do see that people signed this covenant of, to God, saying they, they would listen to God, they would observe his commands, they would obey his rules, his Sabbath day, and not intermingle with the other nations as they had promised before. And yet here they were, doing it all over again. And Nehemiah calls them to account. And it reminds us that they didn't walk the talk, and yet God graciously provides Nehemiah to warn them and to bring them back to obedience to him. And now we turn to Revelation chapter 8, and this is a continuation of the, the seals that God has mentioned before in this se- uh, section, and it's also a description of the judgment that God will bring. And I think the important thing to remember here is that these descriptions are describing in metaphor the judgment that is to come, that God is saying this will happen, and we need to understand that God will walk his talk. Revelation chapter 8. Now when the Lamb opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about a half an hour. Then I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel holding a golden censer came and was stationed at the altar. A large amount of incense was given to him to offer up with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar that is before the throne. The smoke coming from the incense along with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it on the earth. And there were crashings of thunder, roaring, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. Now the seven angels, holding the seven trumpets, prepared to blow them. The first angel blew his trumpet, and there was hail and fire mixed with blood. And it was thrown at the earth, so that a third of the earth was burned up, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. Then the second angel blew his trumpet, and something like a great mountain of burning fire was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea became blood, and a third of the creatures living in the sea died, and a third of the ships were completely destroyed. Then a third angel blew his trumpet, and a huge star burning like a torch fell from the sky. It landed on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. Now the name of the star is Wormwood, so a third of the waters became Wormwood, and many peoples died from these waters because they were poisoned. Then the fourth angel blew his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of them were darkened, and there was no light for a third of the day and for a third of the night likewise. Then I looked and I heard an eagle flying directly over her head, proclaiming with a loud voice, "Woe, woe, woe to those who live on the earth because of the remaining sounds of the trumpets of the angels, of the three angels who are about to blow them." And we'll have to see what those uh, angels will be blowing their trumpets and what will happen as a result in our next episode. But again, there's God saying these are the judgments that are coming. And we need to remember that God is a God of judgment, a God who will walk his talk. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996 2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music.